Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors' 103-113 to loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But Riker, is it really a loss at this point? We got the balloons playing because the Raptors have perfected the tank. They went up against a team that's optimized for the tank. A team that was built to tank at the start of the year, right? We got Drake celebrating and stuff. A team that was optimized to tank at the start of the year without their regular starting lineup. The Raptors somehow pulled out this loss. It's weird feeling like this. It's weird watching the team. But do you have any takeaways from this game? Because Gary Trent Jr. was a bright spot. The, the loss, I guess, was a bright spot. Lots of stuff going on. This is my takeaway, Ben. Gary Trent Jr. goes out there like they're trying to win the game. I said, whoa, pump the brakes there, man. Pump the brakes. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And then in characteristic Toronto Raptors, tanking, strategic fashion, they did butcher the third quarter to wipe the lead they had, and then they struggled to come back in the fourth. So Gary Trent Jr., a bit of a shining star in this one, 31 points, 54% from the field and from three. He was just 54% even across the board, had some dirty step backs. He was doing things in the lane. He definitely does look like a bigger version of Norm. Obviously, different skill set, different way that he plays the game, different way that he sort of sees the shot creation or, you know, the way that he looks to create his shot is, is very much different than norm. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think I like where you could develop him as a player. Now I'm sure that he's pretty frustrated coming into this losing team, this tanking team, but don't worry when you have Aaron Baines, the tank general getting zero points in 21 minutes against the squad. It's, it's all positive in Raptors. It's all positive. We have a bunch of stuff. We got animations flowing left, right, and center to start this one off. But we have a new one here tonight. I'm pulling it out because a lot of people have been sending... We, oh, we got one already, Riker! Niche, Niche Seth, before we even plugged it, Niche Seth with $1. Didn't ask a question, but shout out there. Because we have a new segment for everyone that's hopping in the Super Chats. It's right here. It's Kyle Lowry floating... Doing the laser eyes and the super chats. So we have the, the top chatter so far of the month, right? Shout out Death4K. He's, he's leading, or he or she is leading number one. So, uh, yeah, we just want to give shout outs and have a little segment for whenever anyone super chats. So thank you for super chatting earlier. It's blessed. Just plugging that a little bit earlier. We won't plug that too much. But have those animations going so it doesn't catch anyone off guard. But, yes, Gary Trent Jr., he came out in this one looking... Looking smooth, because obviously his first two games, you brought it up, we both brought it up, how he looked a little bit uncomfortable, the threes weren't really going down, and he, he looked better in the last game, but tonight really just was filled with confidence, and this is what we like to see out of these games, seeing the young guys really get an opportunity to get shots up, and you mentioned the comparison to Norman Powell. He's not the same finisher as Norman Powell. Norman Powell goes to the rim, especially this season, and did a really good job. Now, it took him a few, a lot of years to get consistent at finishing around the rim, but this year and last year did a really good job of just finishing with both hands around the rim. Trent still has a little bit of work to go in that area, and we saw that down the stretch of this game, but the way he just creates that smoothness for those mid-range jump shots, that three-point shot right? That form is beautiful. He's shooting it with people in his face. And tonight, 31 points, a career high, uh, 6 of 11 from the three-point line and 12 of 22 from the field. He's not just a, just a sniper like you and I may have been worried about earlier on, but I, I was really impressed with him. And I think, as you mentioned, 
Being a young guy, only 22 years old, he's looking like a guy that could be primed to be developed in the future. Ben, what is it about the shooting guard position that thrives for the Raptors this season? Because he was the only guy that did, well, I'll use your word. You, you, you used it a lot at the beginning of the season, juxtapose. To juxtapose Jerry, Gary Trent Jr.'s efficient game, you have the guys that should be able to do it against this pathetic Oklahoma City Thunder team. Pascal Siakam, 22% from the field. Fred Van Vliet, 29% from the field. OG, uncharacteristically bad in this one. Not just 38% shooting, 36% from the three, but just the way that he was trying to get his shots down the stretch looked very poor. I I just thought his I don't know what you saw, but I thought his decision making didn't look good. He was getting blocked on layups. He was getting blocked on putbacks. He was really struggling just to get the ball up underneath the rim. And you talked about at the beginning of this game, OKC is optimized for the tank. I don't even know a single guy off the starting lineup besides Svi Mikhailuk, who was a Detroit Piston. And fun fact, Moses Brown, you might remember the meme of when he was on UCLA. He was the chin-up guy. He was the chin-up guy. So he obviously had a big 21.23 rebound game and then got a multi-year extension by the Thunder. But they're good. They're only good players. Shea, Dort, Baisley, they're all out with injury. Horford. And- Horford's well, out Horford, with the tanking he's decided, injury. <laughs> he, he's just decided, I don't even want to play for this bum team. I will sit around. Uh, no, apparently if it's a mutual decision to get the younger guys out there. He might be back next season. I don't know what his contract is looking like. But I, rumor has it that Shea's a plantar fasciitis might be a, a plant to catch the Raptors in the tanking storm. And the Raptors are having none of it tonight. You brought up Pascal Siakam a lot. And honestly, we see what a star player can do on the court. And maybe this is what he's getting maxed out for because Siakam looked like a prime tanking star. A tank, we haven't even brought out the kazoos yet, Riker. We have so much going on in this. Siakam should be the one commanding this tank right now because he's driving in, as you said. Got blocked a lot. I like that he was aggressive. And yes, he got some assists. He did all these sorts of things. But I don't know. It's... I'm confident he'll bounce back next season, but this Siakam, this iteration of Siakam, it's it's really tough to see the potential going forward. And we're hoping an OG Ananobi, he came out in an interview and said that he's going to be the next guy. Oh, we have... I'm getting cut off here by these super chats, Riker. We have another super chat from Metasolar. Trade Baines for a bag of Doritos 3D. And Baines, Siakam, they're competing for leaders in the the tank commander space. And we'll be talking about Baines, I'm sure, right after Siakam. But Siakam's a guy that, uh, but shout out for the super chat, we appreciate. But uh, Siakam's really a guy that we're going to need OG, Fred, or Trent, one of these guys, to really develop into that number one option. Because clearly, unless Siakam gets back to the full form he was at the beginning of last season, it's not going to be the best of looks. You can't jump off the Pascal Siakam yep. bandwagon until he plays a full season with fans yeah. in oh, Toronto yeah, sure. yeah. because he's an energy guy. He got his max contract because he was an energy guy, because he was a fast break runner. He would finish in transition. I mean, anybody can go and look back at the beginning of his career and see that that was almost his exclusive skill set. And then you bring in a superstar caliber player in Kawhi Leonard and all of a sudden you say oh wow he actually has the potential to be a fantastic running man he's able to do a little bit more 
in the mid range. And if he develops that three point shot, he could be the guy. And unfortunately he's not the guy. I think that we've seen that, but he's, he's still right there in the mix in terms of a fantastic running man for number one option, which is why you're right. Gary Trent jr. I don't think he's going to be it either. I don't know. OG might still be a couple of years away, but we can have hope that this team with a center would be a little bit better. And that's why people's criticism of Aaron Baines and tonight's matchup, especially is pretty validated. I don't think that we should dig into him too much on any particular night because we've discussed to death how this situation, this particular ensemble as a roster doesn't really bring out his skill set, limited as it may be or limited as you might think it may be. But this is really not the team for Aaron Baines to thrive. And it's perfect for the tank. But again, it is a little bit insulting to always be bashing on this guy when just it's it's not the right it's not the right composition for him. He will rely on him too much. Well, Riker, Nishe says it's coming out. We got another super chat. We're gonna have to shorten this animation probably. But uh, shout out Nishe Seth. He's coming up and agreeing with you, saying, funnily enough, Baines had the highest plus minus on the team tonight, and yeah, I think he's getting a lot of flack. He came in as the Serge Ibaka replacement, right? He's the person that we had the high expectations for. To, to come in, and he did have the highest plus-minus tonight, but the fact that he only had two rebounds as a as our center, our only center in this game, really. Nick Nurse came out and even said Boucher's a power forward. Baines is really that guy, so shout-out, uh, Nishé. The $5 super chat, but yeah, Aaron Baines. Do you think he's back oh. next season? Do you think we pick up his player option for $7 million? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance. This one, this question is coming from... Vibhav Hanakere. Vibhav Hanakere. This is terrible pronunciation. He says, do you guys really think you'll get in the top five pick? It's going to Minnesota, Houston, Detroit, Orlando, and maybe Cavs slash Wizards. Well, Ben, I'm going to flip it back to you, but let me tell you, we've successfully got swept by the Pistons. We just lost against the optimized OKC. We've dropped the game <laughs> against the 20 OKC. straight. The absolute optimized OKC. We lost, we broke Houston's historic 20-game losing streak. They got the W And that was with Norman Powell. (laughs) It was with Norm. Let me tell you, do not discount or discredit the Raptors being able to continue to lose until the end of this season. Yep. No, and I completely agree with you. And even if we don't get to the point where we're the bottom five or we're competing with the Pistons or even the optimized OKC, even though we're we're already ahead of them right now in the tanking ladder. But the thing about it is, a couple years ago, the NBA adjusted the lottery odds, so it's a lot easier for teams that aren't in the bottom three to get a top three, top four pick. So I've been like, I've been peeping it every day. We might have to get an actual tracker sh- so we can show the graphic on these videos because we're really in the tanking season now. So we gotta adjust all of our content in that sort of light until we're proven otherwise. But the <laughs> the Raptors currently, from what I've seen, before this game, I, I'm not sure what the Wizards did or the Cavs did. We're still ahead of uh, OKC in the tanking ladder. But the Raptors currently have the seventh best odds to get a top four pick. And that leads us a 7% chance for number one, about 7.5 for number two, about eight for three, and 8.5 for pick four. So you add that all up, that's roughly 35% chance of getting in the top four right now. Right now, where we're currently standing. So 
those are solid odds. And if the Raptors continue to lose, we're we're playing much worse than the Wizards and the Cavs right now. If we get bumped up to if we and it's weird saying bumped up when you're actually moving down in the standings, but if we pass the Wizards and uh, the the Cleveland Cavaliers, we're gonna have about a 45% chance at a top three pick, top four pick. So, Riker. There's there's reason to be getting down into the bottom, even if we're not going to catch the, the OKC, or we're, we're ahead of the OKC. OKC, I just saw them play without any guys we really knew, and you figure they're at the bottom. But to catch a Detroit Rockets, uh, Timberwolves, who've been tanking the whole year. Yeah, and you've made a full video breaking down why there's not a lot of reason to purposely explode or implode your team, trade all your assets for the potential to tank and then get draft picks because draft picks are essentially like gambling. It's like the lottery. You could have just as good of a pick from the 25th as you could the first, and likewise, they could be flops. But when we'll reiterate this so many times throughout the end of the season when people start to really lose faith in the direction of the Toronto Raptors, when you still have your core team in place, you already have under contract Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet. Now, people might call the question that that core might suck, which is fair point to no, bring up. No, they're good. They're good. They're good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. These guys have championship pedigree. You can't take it away. It wasn't a Mickey Mouse ring. They won. They came through with the 76ers. They came through the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat a, yes, a bit of a depleted Warriors team. But without Kevin Durant, that same Warriors team still won championships. So this wasn't a Mickey Mouse ring. This core team has championship pedigree. You tank, you get a top five pick Why potentially. Why did people call it the Mickey Mouse ring? It wasn't even in the bubble. people it's... are trolls. But people you know are who's trolls. not trolls? Pain causing samurai because we have another super chat, Riker, and this is a quality super chat. Not that none of them aren't, because all the super chats have been great. But five dollars, bring it up. And honestly, this could be the the spice or no, we'll we'll talk, leave the spicy pilay. But this we we can start to swing it in. I haven't yeah, read but, this but yet. This so is, I'm gonna brush it but, up real quick. You but, get you monologue. Well, uh, pain causing samurai brought up. Check out the link he mentioned. Norman Powell's Players Tribune article. I was gonna bring up segments, but Riker. We were going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Did you get a chance to read Norman Powell's uh, Players' Tribune article talking about the Raptors? Nope. I haven't read it yet, so well, you go off. I'll read it. I'll glance it while you talk about it, unless you haven't saw it. Well, I, I've read it, and it's it's a it's a long read. There's a lot of good stories. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's definitely a quality, quality read. Talking about a lot of stories, being on the Toronto Raptors. Just names like DeMar, names like old, old guys, DeLon, all these guys. And one of the things I sort of took away from that, Riker, and watching this team right now, the Raptors always had players we connected with, right? A lot of guys, you look at them and you just say, that's a Toronto Raptor. I'm trying to watch these guys. I feel invested. I'm always about these players, right? The Jonas Valanciunas, even the guys that weren't in fully big names, like DeLon, Jakob, they felt like Toronto Raptors. Ooh, you have another super chat as well. Shout out Danny, Danny Loveless, my guy, giving us a dollar. But, uh, and to continue 99 on, cents. Yeah, 99 cents. Culture, you know? But, uh, like, we had so many players that just felt like Toronto Raptors. And right now, obviously, Siakam, OG, Fred, and Lowry, those are the key guys. I think Boucher might fit into that role, but there's... Trent will obviously build into that space, but it feels like the Raptors, that family, that Serge Ibaka, Marcus Hall, that group, it's dismantled and we feel out of flux right now. Do you feel different sort of watching this team at this point, Riker? 
Because of Norman Powell's absence well, on the team? just all the guys that, maybe even if it's the right trade moves, it's just different watching the team at this point. Well, I'm reading through Norman Powell's article, and he specifically says, I was dealing with what I think a lot of people deal with when they go through transitions, the ending of certain things, right? The discovery that some people you thought you were going to be with uh, for the next part of your journey, it turns out it won't be the case. That's the realization for all Raptors fans now that this team moving forward, it's going to be the next era of Toronto Raptors basketball. It's going to look different. Gary Trent might be the next best player on this team for the next couple of years, right? Fred Van Vliet or Pascal Siakam, they might be played out of the rotation, right? They might get traded as well if they can't turn their games around, if they can't figure out how to perform consistently at the expectation levels, at the amount of money that we're paying them they need to be number one number two options basically so i think it is strange that this is all happening so unexpectedly when just a season prior with serge Ibaka and marcus all you're right there to be one game away from beating the boston celtics probably beating that miami heat team and then going to the nba championships nba finals just to go and have a tanking season so yeah it's pretty weird it's pretty surreal but i think that people need to just understand at least there's a clear path there's a vision there's a direction. If the Raptors can successfully tank, then there's a pick at the end of the tunnel, a shining light, and free agency. We are disappointed in Masai and Bobby Webster, and they're, in a lot of people's eyes, lackluster trade deadline. But I don't think that they're going to have as many blunders this upcoming free agency, Ben. That's my my hunch. For sure. And Riker, we have another super chat. Shout out <laughs> Jacob Holmes for $7. That's uh, the biggest super chat yet, I believe. But uh, in one total one. But he says, after the performance we saw tonight from Baines, are we thinking all NBA first team? I think he would be first team all tank. I think that could be, oh no, not the Knicks hat. Not the Knicks hat. Let me ask you this, Jacob Holmes. Are you a Knicks fan after this game? Because we need to cheer for somebody in the East, and it's not the Brooklyn Nets. It's not the Milwaukee Bucks. Not the Nets. Not the Nets. It can't be the Milwaukee Bucks because Giannis, it's still too tender. He needed to sign with the Toronto Raptors. It's probably not the 76ers. We didn't even make a video. We were so sad. There's no love. Yeah, that's true. There's no love (laughs) for Joel Embiid up north. So it can't be the 76ers. You're telling me you're cheering for the fourth seed Charlotte Hornets? No, sir. I bet that we are all Knicks fans now. (laughs) For people that don't know, for... People that might not have tuned into every podcast, Riker is transitioning to a Knicks fan just for the rest of this year while we tank because he's rooting for us to lose. And <laughs> going back to his grade seven roots, but yeah, that's a it's a tough situation. Baines, he does he does help like he could be all first team tank. If you had to if you had to name a team right off the top of your head, you have two seconds to name each position. Okay, first team tank. Who's gonna be on it? Your point guard. Point guard, it's Michael Carter Williams. Okay, two. Um, two. Uh, Come on, two seconds, bro. Gary Harris. <laughs> He's actually pretty good. <laughs> He's really good. You're three. <laughs> three Rodney Hood for sure. <laughs> Not Rodney Hood, bro. He was nice last game. <laughs> yeah, Rodney Hood. Dude, he had zero points this game. Only six He's minutes, hurt. So. He went out. You're spoiling segments. You're four. My four? It's Vucevic, surprisingly. You gotta, Empty stats. you gotta explain that because he just went to bulls guess what they still suck <laughs> <laughs> that's tough and who's your five aaron baines aaron baines you brought up the the insurance pylon but we have another super chat and it's question a very important question actually 
and I think this is fair. This is a fair thing to bring up. Does Sue Bird play center, Riker? Does Sue Bird play center? Because honestly, I think she could go out there and probably get us some buckets. <laughs> who, who sent this one up? Uh, my apologies. As I scroll Sue Bird. up. Shout out Dre. Shout out American Dre. professional born basketball player of the Seattle Storm Women's National you don't know Basketball who Sue Association. Ben, I don't follow college basketball. I She's hardly follow WNBA. <laughs> I hardly follow WNBA basketball. She's like the LeBron. You didn't see all those memes and stuff going on? No. With like LeBron. She has, I believe she has uh, the same amount of rings as LeBron, same all-stars and stuff. I don't know. She's a bucket. She wouldn't help the Raptors tank, I believe. She, she'd probably do a, a stronger performance, at least to get in buckets on the offense. This one's pretty funny. Before we swing into the segments, yep. I see Ronnie Penn said, Paige Buecher's balling out. I'm going to flip it back to you. If we don't get the number one, two, or three draft pick, would you pick Paige Buecher's at four? But remember when Brittany Grinder was saying she'd uh, beat Boogie Cousins one-on-one? Paige, yes. and I, I apologize, I, I follow her on in, well, I, you know, I've been following Paige Buecher's for a while. Don't know how to pronounce her last name. I think that's how you say it. But she could legit. Now, obviously, physical, physically and stuff, all that. But skill-wise, talent-wise, she's nice. Like, she's proper nice. She got those passes, you know, those dimes, those threes and stuff. I don't know. She's a... Now, Strip, they did not deserve to win that. I have seen the highlights, and they should have lost to Baylor, obviously, with that missed call at the end. But Paige Buchers, she's, what, first year, 28 points in the set semifinals game i mean that's impressive people don't do that that's like a transcendent star and to do it at that level very very cool very impressive ben but let's uh let's bring it away from women's collegiate basketball and swing it into the segment space <laughs> should on we really Toronto switch Raptors it away game. from <laughs> i don't know but that's definitely fair and Riker, tonight the spicy lay of the day and obviously the the spicy lay of the day it's brought to you by tiger's milk jungle spice roja this is the the sauce that i got up here but they have a bunch of flavors get that get that on the screen there but use promo code we the north to get 20 percent off your order for some tiger's milk hot sauce go to shoptigersmilk.com i always i'm always missing the label getting that in front there but you're gonna take a dab as we talk about this you have anything it's in my fridge ben i'm not running up i forgot it i know i know (laughs) No, but you don't need to forget it. You can get into the comment section and get your own, so you never have to be without Tiger's milk, jungle it's spice. It's good. It's really good. I got. It the, is really we're good. We're talking about it a lot here, but it's on. I put it on some breaded chicken today. Delicious. What are hey, you gonna say? You've upgraded from. Yeah, I've upgraded from uh, the mac Kraft and cheese dinner. with Kraft. We have another super like. <laughs> we'll hit that, and then we'll give the spicy pea light, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw that up there. Shout out Toby A. We'll talk about that after, because we're in the spicy PLA of the day now. And I gotta yeah. I gotta talk about, obviously, Gary Trent Jr., his smooth middies, all those jumpers he's putting up. It's nice to see. We got another super chat as well, but we're in the spicy PLA. Do you have any other stuff in mind, Riker? Because it's really... OG had a nice fast break dunk in this game. I don't know. It's, nothing really catches your eye when the Raptors are losing to a team optimized to tank. And nobody's watching these games. These ones are just a chore to get through. So if anybody has anything more flashy, more spectacular that might have happened mid-game when the viewership was at peak lows, let us know. Otherwise, OG's dunk. I'm giving it to OG's dunk. And speaking of OG's, not all plays can be the spicy PLA of the day. And some just make you say, oh, 
OGs. And we brought up OG Stunk, but the OGs, we got two super chats in the middle of the spicy PLA of the day. Gonna play that animation. Shout out Toby A, who's asking, thoughts on moving Fred Van Vliet to the two permanently, Riker? That's a hard pass for me. It worked. There was a season, obviously, where it worked. And you can't discount the championship run. But you also can't discredit Kyle Lowry's impact on a championship team and his ability to make winning plays. You always say it. He's a ceiling raiser. When your team's good, he's making that team even better. But on a regular team, Fred Van Vliet, he's just too small to play at the two. And I had this criticism last year, and I had this criticism again this year. And now finally we have a running mate in Gary Trent Jr. who just has the proper size of an NBA shooting guard. It makes sense to me. Keep Fred Van Vliet at the one, at least minimize the negative impact of having such a small guard out there running the floor. Yeah, no, and and that's not... Because Fred gets trashed on a lot. I've seen it in this chat for his size, for all these things. But I think that's in large part due to the fact he's playing the two. And yes, there's questions to be had about some of his decision-making, some of his ability to create. He's not the level of passer playmaker that Kyle Lowry is. But that being said, I think especially when Fred gets more comfortable playing the one, because he hasn't really played it properly in two years, really. He'll he'll maybe further those skills, but I think he's more of a score-first guy. Even though he's not as good of a finisher as Lowry, he's more seems more confident in that three-point shot, and maybe there's more root. Lowry didn't really break out until he was Fred VanVleet's age, so this is his first chance to really play that position, so that that's a big thing there. But an interesting take. I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts in the chat when we get into the last two minutes. And... Uh, Nishay Seth, I apologize if I'm butchering the name the whole time, but I think that's his third super chat, so shout out him, and probably- imagine paying pro- just to shame me. No, that's that's worth the shame. You're, we, we haven't gotten the segment, the Damari Carroll Gold Star is going to you for not knowing Sue Bird, bro. She's just like for a Nishay legend. Seth. Just for Nishay, Nishay Seth, people and everyone who criticized my lack of WNBA knowledge, be prepared. Next podcast, I believe it's Friday that the Raptors are playing again. For me to just spit a random WNBA fact at some point in the podcast, I'm going to slip it in. It'll be very casual. And note, if you, you hear it, it, it is for Nishay Seth's comment just then. So keep your ears peeled for my random WNBA peeled, fact folks. that will be at some point during the podcast. Keep those ears peeled, you know? <laughs> but uh, we just gave out one Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. That can't be the only one, especially on a game like this. Riker, do you have any other Gold Star Awards in mind? Aaron Baines tonight, again. You look Highest at... Highest plus minus. How many times have I brought a plus minus over the years where people say... <laughs> Every podcast. Plus minus <laughs> is a terrible indication of impact on the floor. It just means you're playing with... The least poor You can't bail there. on the stat now, Riker. You've been on that wave for so long. You can't bail on it now. Listen, when he's the best plus minus, that means he was out there in the stretches where Gary Trent Jr. was scoring. That's just a straight fact. Anybody who watched the game tonight knows that that's the case. Moses Brown, he was 20 and 11 this game, but Moses Brown was the starting center. Who is their backup centers? They don't even... Tony Bradley, I think. I've never heard of any of these guys. Josh Hall, never heard of him. Darius Miller, never heard of him. Darius, you know Darius Justin. Miller. You know Darius Miller. He played for the Pelicans. That guy was nice before he had some uh, some injuries. Well, look at you and your deep bench knowledge. You're putting Shaquille O'Neal to shame. My point is... <laughs> I don't even remember what my point is. Aaron Baines, he gets the one, the only Demario Carroll Goldstar. That's fair. 
Isaiah Roby. Any fantasy people? I've been uh, I've been dropping fantasy bombs. You gotta pick up. A pr- most people probably have picked up uh, Moses Brown, but Roby, he's a he's a he's a guy that's been on my my deep bench. Been picking him up, dropping him. But yeah, Baines is. <sighs> Can we put just like an end to the the Aaron Baines roast? I think people know at this point. You know, he's just a guy. He seems like a cool dude. You know, we, we did this with DeMar Carroll, even though we named the star after him, but we stopped roasting him like three seasons ago. Right, Baines? He's got more hate than DeMar Carroll's got over but, his entire career, I feel But like. realistically, this will become the Aaron Baines gold star if he does not find a way to at least redeem himself every other night. Yeah. Because we've been saying we need to eventually... We need to update it. People don't even know DeMar Carroll. Some of the youngins, he wasn't on the championship roster, so I don't know. It's a... But it's looking like it, at least the ability. I want, I've been campaigning to change it to the Paul Pierce Gold Star Award because I just don't like that guy. But we'll see what happens. That's an end-of-the-season thing. <sighs> yeah, I don't... Rodney Hood, I feel that... I want to give it to the injury gods, the, the people that decide who get injuries out there because Rodney Hood, that guy has just had horrific luck with injuries and stuff. And he had a good game the other night and uh, played well, shot some threes, looked explosive, and then... Again, just an unfortunate setback for him. Messing up his right hip, I believe. So hopefully it's not anything serious. Obviously this... You'd like to see a guy redeem his value in a season such as this. And you called him... You put him in your starting five in tank, guys. So maybe he could redeem his value being a guy getting a lot of minutes for this team. But yeah, that's a... It's tough. People saying Carroll's better than Baines. Carroll's definitely better than Baines. He just got like a max contract. So that just hurt everyone's soul. Him, Patty P, the boys. I don't know, Riker. Is it time to swing into to a little little alarm? It absolutely is. It's soon bedtime, so let's do it. <laughs> bedtime, you mean eight super likes before we end up? <laughs> or super I mean, chats? I mean, hard bedtime. Hard cut off. That's right, the audio is back from that one because we had it on at the last session last Whoops. week. <laughs> so rip headphone users, I turned the volume down, so maybe it doesn't even hurt the headphone users. Do you like your OG alarm or do you guys like the the homemade alarm from Riker and I? Let us know in the chat below. We brought back the OG alarm because someone in the super chat brought it up last, last go around, but Riker... We gotta hear from these guys. Everyone's been popping in the chat right now. Someone asked, what do you think it would take to get Jared Allen? $125 million, do you wanna give him that? Yes, yes. Well, everybody knows he's being offered or he's going to be offered $100 million contract extension by the Cleveland Cavaliers, even though they're struggling to stretch together a couple of wins and they seem to be relatively intact with their young core. So I'm not sure what their ultimate plan is, but that would be the price that you'd have to beat in order to get him to this team. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. But, uh, someone asked, or gang time asked, he's been, he's an OG. He's an OG in the, in the, in the chats. He's been in our comment section for a long time, but Cade Trent, OG Siakam Turner. Is that a, is that a championship lineup right there? Turner, Cade, it's hard to say that any rookie is going to bring. Yeah, it's hard to say that any rookie is has the mental, the emotional grit required to 
perform in deep playoff situations. So that's a tough one. Tyrone McKenzie asks, where's Jenna? They don't know the name anymore. Respect. <laughs> it's already gone. It's, it's already, already gone. You guys got to bring it back, you know? <laughs> man, but, uh... <laughs> See, now this one says DK31, big man, still our problem. But big man's not our problem anymore because it would be a problem if we were starting to win games again. You, I think worst case scenario has to be 10th seed play in, lose first round. Now, all of a sudden, you are very very disadvantaged to get a top draft pick and your whole season just made no sense it had no purpose to it so and honestly it, big man it's not the problem having a big man would be a problem because the team would improve <laughs> the team would improve the goal right now is to bring out the kazoos Riker, and get that tank going the kazoos will bring us home the kazoos will bring us Cade or mobley or whoever but uh yeah that's a that's a big thing and uh Christopher Fung, Fung brought up, uh, he came out and said that we don't have a winning culture in the last podcast. I got frustrated. I got heated up. But one question is, like, like serious, if we do tank out this year, because this looked brutal. Like, the team looked like as if they were trying to lose, especially in that third quarter once again. Even if we get some players back, right, if we get those, those Cades or a, a decent big man, should we be worried that this losing mantra, especially without a lot of the guys that were on that championship team being on the roster, should we worry about this having carryover, even if they still have the talent? Well, there's clearly there's clearly no closers on this team, mm-hmm. which we've seen. Center, that center spot, it will do a very, very significant help in terms of rebounding, interior defense, stagnation. I, you look at the third quarter droughts, Defense oftentimes spurs teams to get better pass break opportunities to have a better rebound rebounding point man. You got to have somebody that passes to the outlet, right? So you clear up those couple things automatically. You should be able to beat a team like OKC. So I, I don't think that there will be a real issue, Ben, as long as you tighten things up. Now, what we also didn't, I guess, you pointed out in the Demar Carroll Gold Star. You're smiling at something, so I'll get your take in two seconds. But the tank will be even easier now with Rodney Hood down and Stanley Johnson potentially down. So our already bad bench has gotten even worse. What are you laughing at? Would you live stream a date with you and uh... <laughs> and Jenny? Would it get more views than a Toronto Raptors game? Would it? Maybe we need to live stream our one-on-one. We're still very far away Ooh, from our subscription we've been goal, forgetting but... to plug it. The road to 20k subscribers, that's what we're on currently. And uh... <laughs> somebody just said, I wonder, Kick Nation, super comment. I wonder if the Baines Raptors jersey has ever sold. <laughs> Guys, we need to get off of the hate train for Aaron Baines. But another super chat during the plug for the 20k subscribers. I love it, but Baines, that's a, that's a goat right there. You know, I respect it, but Riker and I are going to play one-on-one once we hit 20k. That live stream will be fire, so it it probably won't be live, because we'll have to cut that, edit that, edit out all of our misses, jokes. We don't miss. Edit out all the chops. (laughs) Ben, we're starting to have too much fun on this podcast, I think. We're just, we're enjoying these things too much. But again, Aaron Bain's mom follows the Instagram. (laughs) I'm sure that the Raptors players have caught some whisper over the last 
three and a half years that we've been running this channel that we exist. So we want to just make sure that at some point, if they ever do tune into an episode, that they their spirits aren't absolutely decimated by their own fan base. So we need to just relax on the Aaron Baines slander a little bit. Yo, Aaron Baines, this man's a goat. This man, he seems like a cool guy, you know? He's, he hustles out there. It's just he's not playing the right role. More, more, more super comments. More Aaron Baines slander. <laughs> three rebounds in three games. Woo! <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we gotta take all this super super chat money and buy an Aaron Baines jersey just for the culture. <laughs> Seriously, that's an idea. That's a that's a culture thing. There, I don't know. Aaron Baines, I think. For a fifty, would you trade him for a fifty dollar Walmart gift card, Riker? That's our other thing. We could take all this money, buy a fifty dollar gift card, give it out, give it back to the fans. We have options now. We have a lot of stuff. People, people are talking. One thing that I do want to bring up because I've seen this a lot in this video, and we've been, you know, memeing a lot. We've been joking a lot. We haven't really been talking about this game a lot. Shout out Trent for a big night. OG also played well. I don't want to get that overlooked. But uh, Fred Van Vliet, 5 of 17 from the field. And Bane, and, uh, I'm reading Baines. I'm thinking Baines. It's the only thing that's going through my mind. But people are saying that we should trade Fred Van Vliet. Do you think that's wild? Do you think that's crazy talk? Or at this point, in the three games he's really had as the main guard without Norman Powell in the lineup, are you sold on selling on Norman Powell or Fred Van Vliet? Get your names right here, Ben. I wouldn't trade Fred Van Vliet for two lesser players. I'd only trade up. I'd yep. only trade up. I'd package him for something. You'd look at a guy like Bradley Beal. That's obviously ambitious considering what Norman Powell was able to get on the open market at trade deadline. But you'd trade up for Fred Van Vliet. You wouldn't trade down. Honest Rogue Game says we love you, Baines mom. <laughs> Barbara Baines. We love, Barbara Baines. We love everyone. But, she uh, plays all of the betting lines. So, shout out to Barbara. That's true. But uh, Fred Van Vliet needs to go. I don't know about this. But uh, also, did you hear about the new bromance brewing on the Toronto Raptors? Gary Trent Jr. and OG Ananobi. They're, they're becoming homies. Gary Trent came out in an interview and said that uh, OG Ananobi, people look at him from afar and he's a quiet guy and stuff. But no, he's he's a cool dude, you know? He's a cool dude. So, do you think Trent and uh, and OG, I think those are the two guys people are highest on as Toronto Raptors fans right now. Do you think that could be the next DeMar-Lowry sort of uh, tandem right there? Well, even the OG-Ibaka fashion duels are severely lacking. There's, I think that that's the thing, too, that we're missing on this Toronto Raptors team with them not being in Toronto is mm -hmm. the fun that we get, the behind-the-scenes yeah. fun, the camaraderie between teammates. We just aren't seeing any of that. So a lot of the, the fun of being a fan and following along these players is not in the picture this season. So that, that is unfortunate. So hopefully that does build itself up. Yeah, that... And the one thing, too, we've been... Uh, I'm trying to find new gifts... And this season, there's just been no new gifts. It's Thankfully, we got the face cams this season. The OGs remember when we just talked behind a, a constant gift loop. And I was always trying to update the loop. And there'd be new gifts coming. But there's no new gifts coming. I don't know if it's just because fans filming in games and stuff. You guys got some gifts? Send them over to us for those highlights. I don't want to switch to a gift segment now. Because I think all the animations will play at once. And I don't want to touch this thing again. And we, we could naturally sign it off here anyways. Can we, or 
should we just keep going, Riker? We got 350 people in this chat. Let us know if you guys want to keep Riker up. You know, it's all—it's oh not even—it's not even one o'clock. People right will say now. that for spite. They will say you that know? for spite. <laughs> people are checking in the chat. They—they they split necklace. They have a. Yeah, when are we wearing those earned jerseys, Riker? What do they look like? Remind me. The big, like the black ones with the the purple top. The bl right. black jerseys right. with like the, the. Yep. No, and the purple yeah. arrow. Yeah, I remember. Put Barbara at center instead of Aaron. <laughs> New super chat from Kick. Yo, Kick Nation's been out here, man. Where, where are these shoes? Kick Nation's rocking. What shoes are you running with when we get some scrims on the go, right here? In honor of Kick Nation. I am rocking Jordans, but I don't know what they're called. I have James Harden shoes, suede. They're beige suede James Harden's. They cost me five, six hundred dollars. I felt like an idiot for paying that much, but I had Wait, no regrets ever since. How much you sweet. say? Like six hundred dollars. Because they're suede, and apparently that means something. It's like leather, but not. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I don't know my materials, but apparently that caused a huge markup. I just thought they were cool because they were beige. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're going to be looking swaggy out there. I got the DeMar Kobe 5s out here ready to rock, bro. Those, those Spurs Kobe's colors. by far our best shoes. Yeah, but do you want to tell the story of your Kobe's from, uh, from grade 8? That's a story for another day, Ben. We're trying yeah, to sign people... this off. <laughs> are we? Yeah, we are. We gotta have some fun. We still have th three hundred and sixty people in this in this video, Riker. Three sixty. <laughs> what What are you watching? Concurrent viewers. How many people do you say? Three fifteen. Bro, you, you're wildin', bro. I'm in the YouTube studio. I'm a. Uh, I'm connected to this. People want to see these these things. G's for Riker is. Oh, this one's hilarious. Kunmi Oriade said, "All these super chats, you can buy out Baines. <laughs> We're saving up to buy out Aaron Baines' contract. We'll replace him with somebody else." Bro, get in the super chat if you want to buy out Aaron Baines, <laughs> or get Riker some suede beige shoes. Honest row games, please sell Barbara jerseys. God, these chats are too much. They're fun. When nobody's spamming, they're fun. Yeah. I appreciate everybody being here. Before you drop out, make sure to pop into the like section. Then mm. I'm trying to go to sleep, so let's let's wrap <laughs> it up here. You know, I'll, I'll let you go on this one. But everyone, as we've mentioned, we're on the road to 20k subscribers. And obviously the Raptors, a lot of people are going to stop watching Raptors games. It's going to be tough to watch. We completely get it. But we're going to be here after every game, especially if you don't want to watch them, we'll give somewhat of a reaction and have some good banter. So stay subscribed to the Raptors Digest. Check out, check out the vids. We'll have new stuff. We'll also have some stuff breaking down the, the rookies and the stuff, all that going forward. Maybe a full draft decomposition. But you guys are the best. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, RaptorsDigest.ca. Got to get more articles up on there. As Rio McLovin, he's always telling people to hit the like section. I'm shouting them out. Hit in that, get in that like section. Raptors, keep fading for Cade, sucking for Suggs. All these guys, we need something for Mobley. We're gonna try and get the suck for Suggs going. Someone said in the Instagram DMs. I gotta look through that. Shout out to everyone I responded to, like the 200 people I responded to yesterday in the IG DMs. But uh, Riker, do you have any last words? 
And that's it. Cheers. Let's see this final animation. Nice.